Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie? Not too bad. Happy St. Paddy's Day. Oh, that's right. You know, and I should know this because my last name is Murphy, therefore I, uh, I have an Irish last name. But, you know, St. Paddy's Day has never really been a huge thing for me although we we did dress in green today so that was fun um wait a minute that brings up i have a a, oh go ahead i have a my grandmother's maiden name was o'donnell so you know a bit of irish in there too that that is some irish now not to you know not to you know mash things around here but how come we never do you think we'll ever get saint patty's day heroes maybe that's what we're getting uh no it's too late right uh it's too late for uh, Well, you know, St. Patrick's rabbits? Maybe. Doubtful. Well, we can. one can hope that eventually they see the need to uh, to capture that long-lost missing event yeah, of th- St. Patrick's Day. I think this might be one that's kind of exclusive to, you know, Ireland, England, and the U.S. So. Yeah. North America, kind of Europe, that sort of thing. No, you're right. You're I think right. maybe even just Ireland and uh england i think any other countries that celebrate it just so the irish can drink so <laughs> yep the pubs are open early today that's for sure i know a lot of people were were heading out well, I, I i could be wrong it could be far more spread out than i thought than i know but it's not not spread out enough to that uh japan warrants uh special heroes for it yeah, that would be the big thing, is if Japan was in on the St. Paddy's Day. But if we do have listeners who can correct us, certainly write in and, and uh, let us know. But as always, we start with the banner updates. Right now running, there are two banners. New Powers, March 14th is when that ends. And Beyond Darkness ends on April 10th. Pretty slim pickings. I will state that I got no new polls this week. so Not, not even your free summon from the New Power banner? Uh, well, I did summon something, but it was not of note, unfortunately. Uh, that's technically a pull. Well, okay, outside of the free... When I say no... Yeah, no, you're right, I worded that wrong. Uh, I didn't get any any heroes worth noting. No five stars, no nothing that jumped out. What about you? Same here, nothing worth noting, but I did do my free summon on the new power banner. Yeah, it's it's a pretty quiet week in in Fire Emblem Heroes, I think, and... uh, It's going to uh, show. They waited until after Daylight Savings to release the new calendar. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now um, the calendar matches up with us. Uh, and all our time, all our start and end dates are based off of 3 a.m. Eastern Time Zone. Oh, right. That's what you were saying in Discord. So, I mean, like, do we want to just jump right over into continuing events and get to the meat of the show? Because, like, not really a whole lot going on. Yeah, we, we can. I mean, yeah, not much happened. I've hopped in daily to get my daily orbs um i've gotten most of my characters up in forging bonds but not much really going on uh i mean we got a new arena which everyone knows i'm bad at new arena season as well as blessed gardens tactic drills rival domains and ether raid season uh grand conquest uh starting and going till the 20th or maybe it's already started i don't pay enough attention to it uh, the Grand Hero Battle of Wrecker ends on the 20th as well. Uh, so make sure you hop in there before you miss him. Uh, at least get your three-star version. The March Orb promo is running till the 22nd. 
Uh, forging bonds, reasons the fight is also running till the 22nd. Uh, we had the movement type quests start uh, last night or the night before, running till the 30th, and the repeat tap battle is running till the 4th. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's stuff going on in the game. It's just nothing that we haven't talked about before as for what's coming up as eddie mentioned we did get the new calendar so we've got events starting by march 23rd which includes the special heroes login bonus plus banner plus paralogue which will start on the 19th of march we've got a bound hero battle revival with ishtar and reinhardt starting on the 20th of march and finally a tempest trials plus login bonus starting on the 21st which as you all know is followed by a Tempest Trials just a few days later. Yeah. Guessing it'll be Easter-themed like the banner. Probably, yeah, for sure. And we're going to talk a bit about the special heroes as there was a tease, so we'll get to that in a little bit. But uh, outside of a topic, we we were kind of struggling to think of what we were going to talk about, but then I remembered that the dev team, or members of the dev team from Intelligent Systems, have been doing a couple interviews, and... You know, not many had substance to them, but one in particular that jumped out at me, Eddie, was this dev interview from U.S. Gamer with Nintendo director Shingo Matsushita, uh, uh, that's probably mispronounced, and that was by uh, Kat Bailey from usgamer.net. And I, yeah, I figured it'd be fun to kind of pick through this a little bit, not spend too much time, as there's not a lot here, but um, yeah, it's still and, interesting. And- yeah, as Ryan mentioned, there were a bunch of them that had varying, uh, you know, varying interviews, and yeah, all of them pretty much said similar things. Like you know, you know, we're trying, uh, you know, yeah, just pretty much stuff that's kind of obvious, and you hope that they're doing, but mm-hmm. didn't actually say much. No, there was, you know, and and I think the difference between the other articles and and this one by Cat is that she kind of takes. Uh, the director's, uh, you know, answers and extrapolates them a little bit, uh, explains a little bit more about kind of like, oh, what this answer means, but really they're just dancing around the fact that this is a gotcha game, right? And 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 how, you know, they make decisions that make money. But that was sort of the first part of the article, talking about when they were asked about, uh, you know, it's the developers were saying it's very important to provide new experiences to players, and, and you know, we know that. I think this week mm-hmm. of all weeks kind of shows that it's important to give us, you know, new stuff to, to play in a game that, that people are playing daily. Uh, but two points that I did want to focus on that were really interesting were they asked about lessons from Dragalia Lost, and I just started playing Dragalia Lost as it launched in Canada. And I know, Eddie, you checked it out when it launched in the States very briefly, correct? No, I didn't. Oh, you didn't? Oh, okay. Well, um, so how do you feel about their answer in that they I'll, I'll read the answer. So my personal opinion is that it would be interesting if we could in some way deliver features such as co-op play where players can collaborate with each other and defeat strong enemies together in Fire Emblem Heroes. So what that means is Dragalia Lost has some strong co-op mechanics where you can, you can queue up with friends into a mode or queue up with strangers. Now, I think the closest thing to this in Fire Emblem Heroes would be probably your brigades, where you can pull in your friends, but that's an inactive partnership as opposed to a an active partnership where you and I are playing at the same time and controlling our own units. Um, yeah, th- this is a situation where I, I 
like to see how they implement it if they ever manage to get it to work, but that's not Fire Emblem. Yeah. And maybe with um, Three Houses, we'll see something more similar where we're fighting big bosses. Uh, but, I mean, Fire Emblem is about tactically moving around the battlefield, not about taking down giant bosses like World of Warcraft. It's, you know, moving your guys around to knock as many people out while hopefully having zero to minimum or zero or minimal casualties. Hmm. Uh, and yes, Heroes does have to mess with that a bit because, you know, since you have to pay to get the characters, you don't get them for free all the time. They can't have permadeath if you fail to keep everyone alive. But You know, it's interesting. Your answer is very, very honest and, and actually makes a lot of sense in, in the way that this is a Fire Emblem game. And while being a gotcha game, I, I do kind of expect the developers to look at other influences and try to capture as much of that audience as possible. But at the end of the day, like you have to remain faithful to your to your franchise, which is Fire Emblem. And there's no, as far as I can recall, there's no active co-op in a Fire Emblem game. It's all sort of, you yeah, know, it's battle. It's all either arena style fighting other teams built by other teams. Mm-hmm. Or arena or ether raid style, or it's you know, you recruit their character to join you, like we have in the brigades. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah, and it's you know we do. I think the only thing here that I could see being a feature that they could add, but it would not, it would not in any way sort of capture new audiences or retain current audiences, which would be to challenge your friends, and yeah. I, I I don't think it would light the world on fire, but it would be a welcome feature, and I think they're just and, weighing their options on on whether it's worth the effort, you know, for the impact. And yeah, don't don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I don't want this. I don't mm-hmm. ever want to see anything like this. I'm just saying, you know, this is Fire Emblem, and mm-hmm. if they can implement it in a way that works within Fire Emblem, that doesn't feel like they're trying to shove the mechanic in there to shove the mechanic in there. I'm all for it, but if it just feels like they're doing it to shove the mechanic in there to try and get more money by shoving this mechanic in there, it's like, yeah, okay, it's nice, it might be a decent feature, but it's not Fire Emblem. Yeah. No, you're right. You're very right. Um, It'll be interesting to see. Again, I think this the developer interview... um, it's, it was an email interview, so basically they must have sent questions and then they sent the answers back. Um, yeah. and, you know, very, very asynchronous uh, in, in the way they did this interview. There was no, probably Kinda not a like lot of options Fire for Emblem fun. multiplayer now. Exactly. They take it very seriously at Intelligence Systems. Um, one last trinket that came from this interview was more of an obvious one, but I did want to cover it. But the Three Houses promotion... You know, Fire Emblem Heroes being in existence to promote the Fire Emblem franchise and therefore heavily promote new entries. Um, And and again, this is a pretty boilerplate answer. While I cannot confirm anything at this time, I can tell you that we are potentially considering different ways to get more fans interested in Fire Emblem Three Houses through Fire Emblem Heroes. Uh, It's very... We could have wrote that. I, I think, and and probably nailed it. You might have even said, like, oh, I thought Ryan wrote that. Well, that's one of the ones where it actually says something that we weren't sure about. 
essentially, in the past, or, well, I guess most games have already been out before Heroes started, but, you know, for the most part, they keep with characters that have already been introduced. What this says to me is there is a very good chance that uh, one of the heroes, whether they're considered special heroes or not, one of the hero bundles coming in July is likely to be a three house hero, three houses banner. Hmm. And I'm talking July before the game comes out as opposed to after the game comes out. Probably Edelgard, Claude, Dimitri, and Byleth. Right. Or at least Edelgard, Claude, and Dimitri. Yeah. Now, do we remember what they did with Echoes? Did they kind of produce... Like they Did they advertise it before the game came out? Or? I don't recall them doing that. I don't recall. And maybe they had some in there, but... You know, I don't recall any Echoes banners before Echoes came out. But mm-hmm. Echoes did come out pretty quickly, so... Right. Well, as we said, it, it's not a... It's not a it's not a gold mine of an interview, but I thought it was the best one yeah. of the lot that got posted to the subreddit for Fire Emblem Heroes. So we'll link it in the show notes. Check it out for yourself. There's more the the meat of it is is from the author Cat. So uh, certainly check it out for her insight on on these answers. But I mean these it's I it's a step in the right direction. I would love to see more of the developers sort of talking to the community as opposed to just kind of like the talking being done through the game. I think a a strong portion of a free to play game comes from an active community that is, that is fed information directly from, uh, from the developers and, you know, Faye channels come once every couple months, uh, maybe three or four months. So I don't think that's enough to, to sort of satiate that. Right. Do you agree with that? I don't think it'll just be a Faye channel. I think it'll be something in the game to try and build hype, whether it's a single banner or, or you were talking about the dev interviews. I'm, Sorry, I'm talking I you were more, talking about the, the yeah. hero stuff. I'm talking more in general, but I think I think you're right. Like when it comes to three houses, it sounds oh. like they're considering something yeah, different. And this this is definitely different in that you know a fate channel is preset news that they're telling, and it just tells us actual what is events are starting or you know what new modes are coming, where this was more of a talking on their thought process. But their thought processes really didn't surprise me. Yet. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, it'll it'll be interesting to see what happens. Obviously, we've got a couple months wait before we see some some three houses sort of talk. But uh, let's take a look at Summoner's Focus because we've got a new straw poll for people to vote in. Uh, yep, it's Awakening Focus next time. Uh, so we have uh, Sumia Cordelia. Tiki Naga's voice, which is the original adult Tiki in the game from the game, and Pan, our new uh, rabbit. Our Hop new it. rabbit. Hop on over, and you know we'll uh, we'll get this poll in the show notes, posted Discord. You guys can let us know who you'd like us to focus on, and if you've forgotten, Summoner's Focus has changed just a little bit to be more lore focused, more personal, as opposed to like nitty gritty here's some builds we're gonna read out to you so look forward to that in the near future uh game club i may have uh, got a little excited last week and thought it was a weekly thing but it's not it's a bi-weekly thing so game club has 
returned and we're talking about chapters 17 through 20 or uh, through and including 21. So we've got a story summary here and then we'll get into our thoughts and feelings. In chapter 17, we take back the Altean castle with a little light raiding of the treasury. Afterwards, we continue on to a very familiar map as we head for the Fane of Ramen where the Light Sphere and the Star Sphere are encountering the Grustian Sable Order without their commander, who is in bad favor for something he did. After that, we enter the Fane in order to recover the spheres we need. Hope you brought Bantu with you, by the way. We then go to deal with Grust, so we don't have them at our back while we continue our campaign. There we meet Camus, who gave us a wonderful tome a couple of uh, chapters. Camus. Camus? Oh, His man. fate taught us. Oh, that's right. You're right. I almost forgot. I always th- I see that and I'm like, oh, that's Samus, but with a C. Uh, yeah, that's what everyone else thought too. But then the Fate Channel came out and it's Camus. I'm glad you corrected me because I would have called him Camus the whole episode, and we would have gotten letters. Uh, Camus sounds like a it sounds like a cartoon character, but I I guess he oh, is. Oh yeah, I I fully agree that that's the wrong way to pronounce what they spelled. But hey, that's how they want to pronounce it. All right, uh, there we met. Uh, we meet Camus, who gave us a powerful tome a couple chapters back, even though he did not introduce himself. We also learn that Camus refused to kill Nina and is the only reason she is alive. But when we ask him to join us, he refuses to portray his king in that fashion. After Camus, we go to Mac- Mac- Macedon and fight through a bunch of men and make contact with Goto, not to be confused with Goku, uh, again, who reveals to us where he is and that Alice, Marth's sister, is, in fact, alive. Whoa. We went through a lot of chapters. I generally, in my mind, say Nina, not Nina, but... Uh, yeah, that's a Y. That's, that's, yep, Nina. I'm cool with that. Let's switch it up. Nina. We'll go with Nina. Or Nina. Either way. Oh, wait, what did you say? Did you say Nina? I said Nina. You said Nina when you were reading through it. (laughs) It just doubled down. Uh, how rude of me. I'm like, no, no. I'm just going to pretend you said Nina and, and agree with you. That we'll just, No, it's Nina. Nina. Okay, there's a Y. Yeah. Uh, okay, Nina, Camus, Goku. We're having a good time here with names. Um, Eddie, what did you think about these these five chapters? Yeah, we ended up going through five chapters. Uh, we got a little, maybe not overzealous, but we got a little into it this week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think within the first day or two after we started, you were already done the first week's worth of stuff. It's true. Um, I had kind of powered through. Yeah, uh, they were fun. It was. Um, it's nice to have the strong characters, but you still got to be careful. Um, although my Sedgar is kind of a tank, as long as it's not a magic user, he, he seems to take everything on the face with no damage. You know, he's like, you know, just stop trying to tickle me. <laughs> Smacks him down. Now, Sedgar, remind but, me, I don't think I'm using him. Is he a... He's a paladin, or...? He came to us as a chorus unit with uh, Hardin. Uh, but um, the guides, and it was mentioned in Discord, that turning him, uh, reclassing him to a general, he works pretty well. Hmm. So I reclassed him to a general early on, and yeah, he's going around, he's got like... Uh, max defense, I think, fifty some odd health, and yeah, no, no, almost no one can touch him if they're not using magic attacks. That sounds so bad. That's pretty nope. good. 
And he uses lances and bows, so. As a general? Generals can use bows? Yep, in this game, generals can use bows. Woo, okay. Um, yeah, I'm not... I can't, I can't say I'm using Sedgar. And you're right, though. Like, I think the reason I was able to power through these levels a little bit more is that you do you do have your established team, and it's not really changing very much outside of a couple of, like... And that know. can sometimes be the downfall of some people if they are playing honest and true where if someone dies, they're dead. Yeah. And they have their established team, and then someone in their established team gets killed uh-oh yeah it's not good it's not good they especially often don't have anyone to replace them no and i, I mean i've got a, i've got a, a good stable like i think you know anytime we start a, a map i'm able to you know fill it out with my team but um i've really started to use more of the the flyers in this game um you know my okay. yeah a lot of the flyers you know the the sisters, uh, Est, Pala, and what's the third one? Est, Pala. Katria. Katria, thank you. And then there's Sita, who I've been using her a lot. I upgraded her. Yeah, and I've then... been using Sita. I've upgraded her. Yeah. Um, and then what's the other, what's the, what's the one wyvern lady you get? Minerva. Minerva, thank you. Names. Uh, you know, I've been using a lot of the flyers to get around and have a good time. I find there's not a lot of there's not a lot of archers to deal with outside of the occasional map where there is an archer or there's some of those uh, ballistas. Um, so yeah. I've been doing pretty good on that front, being able to fly in, fly out, take a couple hits, that sort of thing. Uh, yeah. And I think that's really helped me sort of mow through these maps. Um, and, you know, I think I think we just... We've gotten more used to the mechanics of the game and we're we're not stuck thinking like man i remember in echoes this would have been blah 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 right so we're kind of yeah. back we're in the shadow dragon mode i think yeah i um i try to keep a somewhat balanced group i have a couple healers um all of whom have been upgraded to the point where they can cast spells as well mm -hmm. although i still mostly use them for healing um i have Merrick around with me who has been upgraded so he can heal as well uh got couple um generals uh you know a few horses up that have been upgraded and or and or not so i gotta i try to have a nice spread out one but it is still kind of a core group so if one of them were to go down i'd be hard pressed to find them i'd try one of the already upgraded units from later in the game but not sure how well they'd handle mm -hmm. you yeah, know i'm i'm doing pretty well with my team and i find a lot of the maps have been pretty pretty tame, like nothing too hard. A lot of the reinforcements I've gotten really used to uh, dealing with. Mm -hmm. And the recruitment... So the recruitment op options for these maps, um, the map with where you recruit Est, which is a Pegasus Knight and one of the sisters, she kind of runs at you and beelines straight for Marth from what, from what I yeah. experienced. Um, and I just had and to talk I to didn't, her. I didn't let her... I didn't give her a chance to do it, but I think she might have been like um, her sister, where if you hadn't have actually talked to her, she would have talked to you and joined you automatically. Yeah. But, but you could I, kill her if you wanted to, but why would you, right? Yeah. Free unit. Plus, you maybe maybe you're just trying to be mean, I guess. Like, really mean yeah. and kill her in front of her yeah. sisters. That's pretty terrible. Yep. But, uh, no, she wasn't an issue. Now, Tiki was another interesting one, because Tiki's a big character from Awakenings, or at least, you know, how I remember her. 
uh, in Awakenings. And she shows up yep. near the end of this game, and you basically just have to take the dragon unit Bantu with you to talk to her. And she's she's kind of one of two characters that are essentially the end bosses that you can recruit, uh, chapter 19 and 20. Yep. Now, did you use Bantu at all, or did you literally just hold on to him to recruit Tiki? I pretty much I tried to start using him but didn't find much didn't actually use him much and held on to him to recruit Tiki although I have since started using Tiki some and I realized he might have been far more useful than I realized yeah because the dragons are uber powerful now did you have a weapon for Bantu like I know I was reading guides and and they were saying like it might be better to just like, if you're not going to use Bantu, just don't use him and save the Firestone for Tiki. Because you don't come across those weapons I, very much. I had a weapon for Bantu, and I think I still have 10 to 12 of his uses left, at least, if not 15 to 15 plus. So I might give that to Tiki. But yeah, I, I came to realize when I started using Tiki a bit, is that despite her seemingly low stats, when she transforms into a dragon, she's like, nigh untouchable. Mm-hmm. I mean, now, does she transform? if you look at her stats in the actual game, I think, um, sorry, I'd have to pull it up to check. She has, like, three strength, three defense or something, but characters do, like, two damage to her, or no damage to her. Because in her dragon form, I guess, when they attack her and she has a stone with her, she gets a whole giant boost of stats or something. Mm-hmm. Now the question I have about Tiki, does she always transform even when she's being attacked, or is it only when you attack? Because I haven't I haven't really wanted to test that theory since she is so weak. She's not as weak as she looks. Right. But I mean like say, does she transform but... into a dragon when she's being attacked? Yes. When okay. she gets attacked, she transforms and attacks back if she's in range. Mm-hmm. But Okay. Interesting. So you're, are you looking up her stats? Because we can come back to that. Because uh, I wanted to talk oh. a bit about uh, Lauren's. Lauren's? Lauren's? Yeah, you talk about Lauren's while I'll pull up her stats. Yeah, so so as I mentioned, this is the second character, one after the other, where you can talk to them uh, with Marth and kind of recruit a, an enemy, basically your your final enemy. Now the interesting part about Tiki is that you just walked up to her and talked to her and you were fine. But with Lauren's, that map, Camus is on the map. And he is nigh unbeatable. Like, he's got this... Now, he he does have a unique weapon. The only way you can get it is by killing him. Um, But Nina makes a a pretty convincing plea for you to either try to talk him to his senses or or let him free. Don't kill him, basically. Um, From what I understand, it doesn't really do much in terms of story, except for some interesting... some extra dialogue, but... Uh, you do miss out on a weapon, but the interesting part is that his range is right within uh, the the seize point. So you have to talk to Lorenz and and then seize because if you don't seize right away, Camus is within range and can and can hit your characters. And again, he's very strong. So uh, how did you like? I don't know if you remember how you dealt with this, but how did you deal with this Lorenz situation? Did you did you bring bar- both Marth and Sita to do it in or uh, Shida or however you? It's uh, again. Is it Shida? S H I I. Japanese spelling or whatever the direct Japanese translation is S H I I D A. Uh, 
it, uh, the English written is C A E D A, I think, or something like that. Are you telling and me? We're I supposed had... to pronounce it Sita because of the Japanese pronunci- pronunciation. So you're telling me I've been. So I'm looking at a guide. This is the Serene's Forest Recruitment Guide. So you're telling me that I had Sita with me the whole time. And I could have done the old swaparoo and not had to worry about like min-maxing my characters going going against Camu. Uh, so basically, I I allowed Camu to to hit. Now he didn't kill one of my guys. He brought down Lawrence to about two health. Um, it would have been easier just to have Sita talk to. Him. Damn it! <laughs> that's not, that's funny. Foiled well, by miss, a guy. I missed that you could have had Sita talk to him, mm-hmm. and I ended up fighting and defeating him. Oh, you defeated uh, you defeated Camus. Yeah, I, it took me two or three attempts, and I had to avoid talking to Lorenz until I had either taken care of Camus or was ready to take care of Camus. Mm-hmm. And I think I had to like surround him and smack him, and still nearly lost one of the characters that was attacking. You know, because he hits hard. He does. Oh yeah, and he. Actually, the first map I played through, I ended up warping one of my mages over because there's a bunch of shops in that map in the top top right, and I had I was trying to defend my characters out there or something, and I didn't realize the bridge was out, so I warped that character over, and I, I basically it was a Lind I think just a mage just to help out, and she ended up getting stuck over there, but because she was over there and so close to Camus, Camus actually chased after her. So I thought, well, this is great. But then I realized Marth wasn't in position to talk to Lawrence and seize the chapter. So Camus ended up catching up with Lynn, and I had to restart because obviously Camus slaughtered her. Um, yeah. So, it, you know, it's very important to look at the map. That was totally on me because I... Now, it is kind of tough to tell that that bridge was out uh, outside of oh, not yeah, being able I, to walk people I across saw it. Early on that, yeah, I saw early on that that bridge was out. And then I still tried... I had my... Um, Oh, whatchamacallit, my uh, Daros. Mm-hmm. I had upgraded him to a Berserker. Had him run across the water and attack some guys over there. And then, you know, was trying to bring him out of there and tried to bring my one of my um, generals up to help protect him as the guys were coming at him. And then realized, oh, they can't get across because the bridge out. Luckily, he survived the attack and was able to run back across the water where they had to go back around. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for sure, it, it was an interesting map, and I think the final one that we did this week was very kind of plain Jane, like kind of an open field with a bunch of strong units coming at you, and and really, you, I just goaded them to come out and kind of took care of reinforcements as they arrived. You know, uh, yep. strong use of archers, and I brought Jake in, who is I just decided he was my go-to ballista, just fed him all the weapons and brought one of them in, although I. I might have benefited from having a couple for that map, but you know, I, I took my time and I made through that one. It took about a half hour to get through it, but no one died, so that's the main goal for me. Um, any uh, any other thoughts on on our chapters here that we've played so far that, that you'd like to share with the, the listeners, or are we uh, right as rain to continue onwards? I think we're good to continue. Yeah, the chapter 20 was... Or 21 was not that special. It was just, you know, a bunch of guys you had to fight through. Yeah. Yeah, now the, uh, the implication bunch, that bunch your of... sister is still alive is very interesting at the end, right? Because she was 
basically like disappeared off screen. Well, you know, she was staying in the castle while it was overtaken. Yeah. You know, and uh, so you would assume that they killed him. You know, mm-hmm. assume that they killed her when they took over the castle, but nope, they didn't. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how things continue. Now we haven't really we didn't talk about this pre-show, but are we think in chapter twenty-three, like kind of tiptoe towards the end. Uh... Uh, I was figuring. Yeah, let's not get too ambitious. We did do five chapters this week, and if uh, in this first week we get to chapter twenty-three already, we can go ahead and uh, set up to go on through the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing we forgot to discuss before this week, um. Uh, a poll for the next game club perhaps well that's what I was going to say did we want to do the poll or do we want to do what we agreed (laughs) kind of agreed on and just go straight to fate's conquest oh you know I like the idea of doing I like to know what people want to hear now we could sway the vote and say like we're we're interested in conquest it's something we've kind of put forward but I, I would like to do a poll just to see what people think um I think there are because we got one who's heavily campaigning for Sacred Stones in Discord. Yeah. So and I honestly never played Sacred Stones. I I would probably be okay with that. Now, do you have Sacred Stones? I have Sacred Stones um, somewhere, <laughs> and I if we do it, I should be able to get it set up. But it's like on my Wii U, so I have to hunt down my Wii U, pull that up. And hopefully I already have it downloaded. I'm pretty sure I do. Hopefully I have it downloaded because the Wii U shop shut down, I think. Uh, the Wii U shop's still good. Oh, no, but the Wii shop is where you would... Anyways. Oh, maybe it would... If it, the Wii U shop's still good, I think it should be good because it, it was on my Wii U that I bought it. Right. Well, why don't we do I this? I don't know, but... We can, uh, we'll confer off-air and then we'll chat about it in the Discord and let everybody know what we're thinking. But by next episode, we will have an answer for you fine folks and and we'll let you know what we're thinking of doing next but yeah we did we did talk about doing we did a poll for shadow dragon then there was that six month hiatus that kind of was like hey guys maybe don't give us a choice (laughs) if you guys are gonna have you know i i'm perfectly fine with having a poll uh and i i would love to know what the listeners uh are vying for and maybe that's what we do we just do an open sort of ask and then collect those answers, and maybe that sways our, our thoughts. But right now we're leaning towards We can conquest. do that. And yeah, like my thought process is I kind of would like to uh, swap new old. Mm-hmm. And yes, I know we have three houses coming, but we don't know exactly when we're going to do Game Club for that. So yeah. we might have time to do Sacred Stones after whatever we do next before we start three houses as Game Club. Yeah. I mean, if you look at Echoes, we did that Game Club uh a year after it launched i believe yep and that was because I think it was about a year yeah yeah and that was more because i think i never finished it and correct me if i'm wrong but you had never finished it either at launch right eddie correct i had not finished all of it i had gotten like uh, two or three chapters from the end of act three or four mm-hmm. you know but you know echoes came out a year before we started this show so really when it comes down to it three houses will be the first fire emblem game that comes out during the run of summoner's call and i think i think it's safe to say that 
it won't necessarily be a game club right away, but there will be a lot of discussions around Three Houses, uh, and I know we've oh, talked yeah, about this I'm before. Oh yeah, I'm definitely planning to talk about it, even mm-hmm. if we just have the Outrun Gate discussing how much fun, how what we've been doing, and if we've been having fun in Three Houses. Yeah, and we can set but bars I for spoilers didn't want and to stuff be a too. Game club per se, and yeah, we can set limits on how far we spoil. You know. Yeah, like maybe we but, both made it through Chapter Five, so we'll talk up to that point. There are a lot yeah. of options that we'll explore. But yeah, I don't, I don't want to do a game club for Three Houses right away where I have to get to this chapter or I have to get, you know, I have to stop at this chapter so I don't forget everything by the time we get around to discussing yeah. it. I 100% agree. We will certainly fill everybody in on our decision for the next game club next week. And uh, you can look forward to that and, and get your downloads started wherever you get your fine Fire Emblem games. Eddie, we got a tease this week. Let's talk about it. There's some Easter yes. uh, ears, otherwise known as bunny ears. I don't know why Yeah, I said that way. Um, anyways, what do we got here? Nobody knows why you said it that way. Nobody knows. Not even me. But yes, uh, last night we got the um, teaser image for the uh, new spring banner. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, it looks like that's Micaiah on the left. I've heard the Micaiah, uh, you see it. Um, it looks like it's her battle damage, uh, art based on her missing. Well, it's more the fabric that's flying off of her as opposed to the ear. Cause the ear could just be folded down and that could be like the way that it's, uh, Oh yeah. The ear it's either damaged off or folded down. Yeah. And some people are saying that the other person could be Zachariah. Now, do you huh. think that's uh, that's uh, that that could be possible? Because if that's Zachariah, then well, how would it f- tune in with Micaiah being the other character? That that's where it gets interesting. Well, it's not wouldn't be the first time they've done multiple IPs on a single banner. Um, like spring, there was the this past or last summer. Well, the first spring I think was had a Camilla and a Lucina had Awakening and Fates. True. True. Uh, last last year we had heroes and um, uh, it was something else. I forget what else it was, but it was not all heroes units. It had Alphonse and Trina, but two others that were not. Um, what was it? Kagero and uh, can't remember who the fourth one was. But uh, I, I we had the Spring remember. Rabbit. Catria uh, was it? I think. Yep. Catria was Catria. Catria was one of them. Um, so yeah, it was Alphonse, Sharina, Katria, and Kagero. So that was three IPs on the banner. Right. So we've had Fates, Awakening, and Katria uh, being Shadow Dragon. Katria could be Shadow Dragon or Echoes. I don't know which they labeled her. Probably Shadow. All right. But. So if those were the characters chosen, do you think maybe we do get... A, are we do up a Tellius uh, special banner? Even though we did just get love of, like uh, the yeah, Valentine's that's... one. That's where I hesitate to say it's definitely Micaiah. It's just the way the hair is and her outfit, the cloth on her outfit kind of looks like Micaiah. Right. But we did just get Tellius um, seasonal heroes as well as other Tellius heroes at the start of the year. Yeah. So to go that much that quickly, I mean, it had been a while before that, but it seems a little overdoing it, but... I guess it's not unheard of, and also it would be like our fourth or fifth Micaiah at this point. 
Yeah, she's a pretty because we had a character. Hoshinan Summer Makaya. So, um, do you, you think... know it just kind of looks like Makaya? It could be Erica again, or you know another Erica, or oh yeah, I see the could Erica. Be something completely new. So here's a question for you before we we move on, because I mean you can only talk about silhouettes for so long. Um, do you do you think? No, I lost my question. Um, well, I'll just rephrase it as another question. Could this? Oh no, I found it. So beast units were added in January. Bunnies are beasts. Do we get more bunny units? What do you think? I don't think Speechless. so this year. Oh, that's too bad. Well, I was just trying to figure out a way to, to shut me down. my thought and word it. I'm not shutting you down, <laughs> I'm per just se. Joking. It, you could be completely right for all I know. But it it feels too on the nose. Yeah. I guess we've never really right. been an on and, the nose game, right? And there are two bunny characters. Pan and I think Na was the name of the child. Right. Pan's kid. So, we just got Pan as a bound or Grand Hero Battle unit. Mm-hmm. Do we really think they're going to throw not just not in, or we're already going to get an alt Pan? Yeah, with Pan being uh, a free Grand Hero Battle, I I doubt we'll get another free mm-hmm. or sorry another unit, another special unit for her. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, we won't have long to wait because this banner arrives uh, on. 19th the 19th of march uh sorry i was just confused by the yeah you're right the way time works so it's march 19th uh, yeah for everybody the daylight savings is quite annoying with heroes because uh w- during this time of year our resets at 3 a.m and the calendar is based off of california or pacific time which is three hours behind us so it's the same day but the rest of the year when it you know like two weeks ago, it was 11 p.m. over in California, so it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. If in, that makes sense. It, yeah, daylight savings time. Does it? Yeah. I don't know. Um, so okay, we should well. be getting the trailer in two hours. Oh, really? 11 p.m. Man, we should have rec- recorded at 11. 20, uh, if you want to come back and discuss <laughs> them then. But... I'm just joking. Well, uh, I'll just get this posted before, yeah. and then we'll be they like, usually, see? Yeah, they usually post the banners uh, one 24 hours after they post the teaser image, or two 28 hours before they post the actual, or the banner actually starts. Hmm. Somet- sometimes they shift it a day or two, one way or the other, based on other factors. But on average, they release the, ba- the banner videos 28 hours before the event starts. And that would be tonight at 11 p.m. So. Well, we will see how this goes. We'll find out in just a few short hours. But before we head out and we wait for that fine, fine release of a new YouTube video, uh, let's go to the Elrom Gate and talk a bit about Three Houses because we've got some news. Now, Eddie, did you get a chance to check out the new theme music that was uh, that was dropped for Three Houses? No, I did not get a chance to... Right. Check out the music. Sorry. It, it's all good. No. Uh so just just so everybody knows cuz it's it's like the box art from last week, but this is not all we're going to talk about this week. We actually do have time to talk about what we said we would talk about. But I did want to share the fact that the um 
they've they've released the main theme fully voiced uh similar to the past releases with fates and awakenings um actually i don't even know if awakening i think it was fates that had had sort of the music anyways fates had the music yeah not not in even that i'm not sure it was necessarily the theme music for the game it was azura's song that she sings regularly yeah but it's it heavily kind of sort of theme music yeah yeah sort of but this is straight up being heralded as the main theme and you can listen to it right now it's got some i mean the lyrics aren't catchy it sounds like they came up to me and this may be me being not really looking into the lyrics very much but to me it sounds like they came up with the music and then they had the lyrics uh and that usually to me happens that feeling i get when uh, the the lyrics don't really stand out and that could be because i haven't played the game yet or or really delved into the lyrics not to say the music isn't bad it's really good i it makes me kind of hyped for the game because i do love fire emblem music um but it's it's unique it's new it's not it's not anything that screams fire emblem it's unique to three houses so i look forward to seeing how they incorporate sort of classic themes uh into the game and i hope they really do that so we shall see um Eddie, you wanted to talk about the Black Eagles this week, which is a house, uh, yeah. one of the houses. Yes, it is the Black Eagles house. Um, it's the house led by Edelgard, uh, who probably we have seen the most of since she was the most noticeable unit in the, uh, other than the Avatar in the first trailer. And it's comprised of students from the Adressian Empire. Uh, from the trailer, we see eight students uh, that we are, you know, every... The trailer leads us to believe are part of the Black Eagles house. Uh, and we do know the names of seven of them. Uh, apart from Elgard, we get a good look at Dorothea during her study session. She's the one where uh, when they talk about the study mechanics, more of this, about the study mechanics, and we actually see a good look at them. Uh, that's Dorothea, who's part of the Black Eagles. Uh, we also see Ferdinand, Bernadetta, and Petra uh, through various... Um, cutscenes and stuff we get their names uh, out of there as well as the friendly ghost i mean casper oh wait sorry misspelling Caspar, not casper i <laughs> uh, guess i'm kind of showing my age there with that reference uh, i thought um, you were being serious that it was a ghost because i like uh no it's a full unit but i grew up with casper <laughs> the friendly ghost the i did little, i did too but like again know. some so the thing is we've gotten two trailers these characters are, uh, the way they're outlining these characters, Serene's Forest does a great job. And Eddie, you also do a really good yep. job kind of kind of delving into the uh, huge amount of information that Serene's Forest sort of presents us with on this game. And I just assumed that you were being truthful. You were just making fun of his name, but he actually was a ghost in the game because I wouldn't put it past Fire Emblem to have a ghost. I, don't, I just, well, I don't know. If, if he is a ghost in the game, they have not actually revealed that or given any hint that he is. He looks to be a normal human being, so... <laughs> but I just couldn't resist with the name Casper or Caspar uh, making a Casper reference. Yes, I'm old, I know. It, it would still uh, be good. Oh, they, re yep. they brought Casper back with that live-action movie. Yep, and like I said, there's one unit we don't know the name of, but we know the name of one more unit. And it almost feels like IS is trolling us or looking for memes with this unit, uh, Linhart. 
Hmm. So. So a mix of Reinhardt and Lin. Ooh. Linhart. Do you think there'll be a new meme, like basically just smiling Linhart? I I think with that name, it's already started a bit of memeing out there. But yeah, uh, that 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 name has gotten quite a reaction from a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, now, how do you feel about these characters? Obviously, you had mentioned that Edelgard was kind of the character that people latched onto first because she was one of the three houses that was heavily featured in the first trailer. And I mean, if if anything, she was the only one that was actually heavily featured, and we saw the name of. Yeah, we had I to mean, pick uh, Dimitri and Ke- and Claude's name out of other clips. Yeah. Like we picked most of these names out of. I kind of just assumed Edelgard was a very not, if not the main character, but a very like similar to Crom and the Avatar, and that very well yep. may be the case. But I just figured that was that was what we were seeing in that first and trailer. That's what it looked like from the first trailer. But mm-hmm. as we found from the second trailer, it sounds like you're going to pick either Edelgard, Claude, or Dimitri. So yeah, and how do you feel about? I mean, we don't have a lot of information to go on, and I think it'll be easier to pick once we're actually playing the game, but how do you feel about the Black Eagles and Edelgard? Do you think that you're you're going to be more inclined to pick the Black Eagles, or are you going to wait and around and see how the other two houses look and feel before making a decision? Uh, what are your thoughts? Um, based off of what we know now, I am likely to go Black Eagles. Mm-hmm. Because I did build a bit of an attachment to Edelgard from the first trailer, and of the three main he- main characters, uh, she is the one that I still like the look of the most. Uh, nothing against him, but Dimitri looks kind of like uh, you know that stuffy, cocky kid you see in school, and Claude just looks kind of full of himself, mm-hmm. which I guess is the same thing, but it. Not knowing much about them, just based on looks, Edelgard is the one I have the most interest in. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure they're all great characters, and it'll be interesting to get to know them. And also, I'm basing that looks thing off of the images that Serene's Forest has thrown together for us. Yeah. You know? I'm, I'm looking forward to this game, and I, I hope it doesn't pick make us... I know they've talked about us picking a house... But I hope it doesn't borrow you from the other characters by picking a house. Because I feel like you'd be pretty limited by picking one house. Well, we know of... It seems to be about eight characters for each house right now. Mm-hmm. But we don't know... I mean, the th- thing is, we don't know how long the actual monastery and houses will be involved. True. If that makes sense. It's kind of hard to describe but if the entire game is focused out on just eight characters that is not fire emblem you're gonna be i fully expect us to be picking up tons of characters from all over the place yeah you know and i mean i'm not judging the game yet because it's very early on and i want to know i want to know more and we'll obviously know more the closer we get to release but that's you know 
at this point, I think you're right. Like the Black Eagles have have had more screen time. They're more established, and they look the most interesting. I think the, I personally, based on the on the box art, and you know, I'll pull it up again just so I have some some reference here. But my personal sort of look at the box art, the other two. So the the guy in blue looks pretty generic, and the guy in yellow, Dimitri, yeah. It just I don't know. He just doesn't do it for me. <laughs> you know, Edelgard looks the the most interesting. And- I think. And I will admit that this is two male human male character or male people stating these opinions. So yeah. that might have a basis on who we're picking as well. Well, not only that personality as well. Like we don't know how any of these characters are going to react and and really Edelgard was the only one we got even a, a hint yeah, at. Yeah, Ed- Edelgard's the one we've gotten the largest hint of personality from. Mhm. And it's, you know, hard to say for sure because that's and a big one for me not knowing what the actual storyline of the game is we don't know where we're going to get additional characters from whether we're going to get all the characters from the houses um you know if the game offers a revelation style mode after you beat the other campaigns where you get everyone i'll be okay if they lock you out of the characters Based on your choice. Mm-hmm. Right. And, but if it's, you know, if you're locked out of all the character, a set of, you know, you're locked out of 33 or 66% of the starting characters anytime you play, I won't be entirely happy with that. You know? Yeah. I don't think anyone would. I'd, I'd be okay with it if after we play through you know, at least one of the three houses, we unlock a special mode that is like monastery mode or Jared mode where you stay with your father and end up recruiting everyone or something like that. I'd be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Still would be interesting, but I'd still have an ability to play with every single character from the roster. If if they don't unlock a mode like that, I would in, and I do feel I would prefer unlock over having to pay for, but I feel like you know, them cutting down on your characters, by picking one of three houses and only ever having access to that set of characters, in the monastery, plus any you recruit outside. Would be kind of restrictive. Yeah, well. I, I think it's early on to 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 worry, and I think we'll definitely get some answers in the near yeah, future. I'm, but I'm not exactly worried. I no. d- I don't know yet, so it's. I don't. Th- the only people who know is is Nintendo, right? Like we, I have faith that, that Intelligent Systems will be able to do this because the last, you know, platform uh, console Fire Emblem game they released was was uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions. And again, we knew that going in that that was going to be very different. I hadn't played it, but it obviously you can tell. Very different game. What about Warriors? Uh, yeah, yeah. Warriors also, you're right. Warriors was the last one. Also very different, right? So... Yeah, it, neither of those are technically Fire Emblem games. Mm-hmm. A Fire Emblem character. Exactly, right. Um, so what are and we going to... I don't think IS actually acknowledges either of them. No, they're not. You're right. They're not... Because we still haven't gotten any uh, Tokyo Mirage Session characters or Tokyo Mirage Session versions, nor have we gotten any 
warriors units or versions. Ooh, do you think they're holding on to that one? Just just in, just in when the game is starting to get like not stale, but where they're running out of new heroes to add, do you think they'll they'll raid that bucket? I don't think so. Um, I don't think they even put either of those games, or at least they, I don't think they put uh, Warriors into the Choose Your Legends. Huh. So, I mean, and also, really, Warriors has two, maybe three units to pull from. Yeah, the Twins are really yeah. the only interesting ones, I think. And they're so the, close the to the twins and their The Twins and their friend... Darius? Yeah, I think Darius. Who yeah. turns out to be a villain or whatever. He's super generic, maybe, though. They're maybe all their parents. Yeah, none of them are that amazing uh, to bring into the game as anything that special. Yeah. You know? Right. I agree. Um, so, what are we looking at next week for Outrun Gate? Because we got a couple other houses to talk about. So, which one do you want to do next? Uh, figured we'd just continue down the page on Serene's Forest and go with the. Um, what was it? Blue Lions? Blue Lions. Uh, Dimitri's house. Yep, Blue Lions. The guy with the blue cape. So that's what we'll be yep. doing next week in Our Own Gate, barring any you know, new tidbits they offer us, like theme music or box art. But uh, look forward to yep. that next episode. Visit us on the web at gamersinpodcast.com slash fay. Email the show, faye at gamersinpodcast.com. Check out the Fire Emblem channel in the Gamers In Discord by going to bit.ly slash TGI Discord. You can follow us on Twitter. You can find myself at rmurphy and eddie at drowfear. And don't forget to follow at the Gamers In for show updates. That's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great week and happy summoning. Happy summoning.